You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpock podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week where two to three old guys play old games. This week, uh, we're just going to listen to Phil, um, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, talk about a game. His favorite game of mm, all time, from ever, what I understand. Ever. Because he, he recommended this game, <laughs> which is Beavis and Butthead mm, for the look, Sega we, Genesis. Yeah. We talked really, really nicely about Diablo, but Beavis and Butthead is where it's at. This is such a better game. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Blizzard, you can learn a lesson or two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you hear that Beavis and Butthead are going to be the next uh, playable characters? Heroes Heroes of the Storm. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, I'd play it. I was just thinking that. It's like, yeah, they bought that property up. Yeah, Yeah. that's probably how they'd bring me back, honestly. That or Kyle Blackthorne in Heroes of the Storm. They've got to do, they really have to do Kyle Blackthorne. I'll come back for that. That's no joke. I'll come back for that. (laughs) Well, before we get to that, we got a package setting over here. Yeah, from Listener. Just Listener. From Listener, who appears to have a similar address to Archmage, Pinball Archmage, Chris Edler. I shook the box and it did feel like Mylar's in there, so I'm curious what's in Uh, there. Immediately, note on top. Okay. All right. Tadpog. Enclosed are two bags of chips Uh-oh. from celebrity chef and noted food critic Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, shit! <laughs> no package to Tadbug is complete without a postcard, so enjoy this plain, P-L-A-N-E, postcard <laughs> from the Minneapolis airport. In exchange for these items, I'd like a partial share of the Japoopsie Incorporated. <laughs> Back off, man! Message me to work out the legal details. Pinball Archmage Chris. All right, you're in. You're in for Japoopsy. You had a really good idea, Chris, for uh, the Facebook group. So yeah, you get a you That's get a true. you get a large chunk of Japoopsy. Yeah, so like because we started a closed Tadpog Nation Facebook group. Yeah, on it's going his, over very well. His recommendation. Yeah, it's very um, it's very surprising that there are <laughs> so many people who want to talk. Uh, yeah, it turns out once you let people talk with some anonymity on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, it's, re- yeah it's, it's very different than the Tadpog page <laughs> yep. because it's like, it's fucking crickets on the Tadpog page. Uh-huh. But like in, on the Tadpog Nation Facebook group, uh, it is a, a thriving community of wonderful fucking posts mm-hmm. uh, and horrible posts that are wonderful. <laughs> yep. So thanks to everybody who's joined already. And if you haven't joined yet, uh, just search for Tadpog Nation on Facebook and join us. Because you know, I've seen Melissa laugh at it several times. So that's how that's how quality it is. There's some good shit in there. Like it really. <laughs> she, she held. She she hasn't blocked notifications on it, so she held out longer than remote. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's so good that some people have to block it. <laughs> that's that's a testament that there's questionable material on there. Ravioli, if, ravioli. <laughs> See, so this postcard is uh, looking at the window of a plane. Okay. Down at the wing. All right. Does it does it say anything on the back or? Nope. Okay, so I guess the letter on top suffices. Let's see, newspaper, 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 newspaper. 
Larry the Cable Guy cheeseburger tater chips. Okay. It just reminds me I haven't logged my calories for the day. It's okay. It'll be fine. I'm going to grab a picture of this before we spoil it by opening it. Before we ravage it. <laughs> and surely eat all of it. Phil, are you, are you hacking away on taquitos.net? There is an entry for Larry the Cable Guy cheeseburger tater chips. Tell us about it, please. <clears throat> Under the category, the headline taste, this flavor from Larry the Cable Guy looked like ordinary potato chips as there wasn't any seasoning powder on the surfaces. A sharp contrast to the buffalo <laughs> wing flavor, which was overloaded with powder. The lack of powder didn't seem to matter as far as taste as I crunched in to find that there was a decent crispness, just the slightest crunch, but lots of tasty flavor. It didn't actually taste like an inactual cheeseburger with nothing nothing resembling What? Meat. But it did taste precisely like the mix of condiments on your typical fast food cheeseburger with pickles, mustard, and cheese dominating. A very good taste. There you have it. All right. Oh, it also has shop. You can it, it tells you where to buy them on Amazon and aroma. It smells like relish and mustard. So, when you say when you say powder, you mean you mean was it Cody from Step by, not Step by Step? <laughs> yeah, it was Step by Step, <laughs> where he plays the the bald albino dude. Is there was a Cody? bald albino dude on Step by Step. No, he wasn't. But they put a lot of makeup on him. I think it's the same guy. I, I'll look that up. <laughs> okay. It came out the same time as Phenomenon. It was there was back to back movies about people uh, with superpowers. Did I mix them up? No, but I just like Phenomenon better. I'm more of a John Travolta <laughs> fan. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. That's not the Jeff Goldblum was in Powder, but he didn't play the albino. No, I think that's Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Flannery. All right, I'm gonna look him up. This does smell like a uh, like relish and mustard. They they nailed it. It's accurate. Now, he is not in Step by Step, so I am dumb. <laughs> but there will be a link. He is in. He is in the hit movie The Boon Dock Saints. Oh, what is a dock saint? <laughs> boon dock. It's a boon. I don't know. That movie has been. It's a tough one, right? Yeah, it's been built up by so many people right. I don't respect that it's hard for me to want to ever watch it. it I've is, seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, but, it's a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it when I saw it, but I had the same issue where it's like there's so many people who absolutely loved it, whose tastes differed than mine wildly mm -hmm. enough where it's like, I'm going to secretly enjoy this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was... I, uh, if, I, if I hadn't seen Fight Club shortly after it was released on DVD, like if I'd waited years, because it has that same kind of cult following around it that's just kind of distasteful. So I, I would have been the same way about it. It's tough now. Like, I can't imagine, like, somebody watching Fight Club. Someone in their 30s watching Fight Club for the first time in 2016. <laughs> I feel like it would be a weird experience because it, I feel like anybody watching it now would be like, well, I mean, I don't know why they're that upset. <laughs> Bitch tits triggered. <laughs> All right, Are you ready this? to do this, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy cheeseburger tater chips? That's good for you. I like these. Yeah, I like these. I'd eat these. I'd sit here and eat this whole bag. I would say they're a little more relish flavored than they are cheeseburger, mm -hmm. but yeah, they're not bad. Do you want more? Nah. Okay. That's good. Thank you, Chris. The other bag in here, Larry the Cable Guy. Chili cheese fries, tater chips. Phil, you got an entry on that? I'm on it. Look at the cable guy saying, boy, that's good eating. <laughs> he was in Paducah, you know. Wimpy flavors are for sissies. 
These flavors will knock you on your snack craving like a knock out your snack craving like a cop kicking down a trailer door. Shoot, they are so good. I'd save yourself the trouble and grab a second, third, or fourth bag right now. I picked out these here flavors just for you. Now, what in the world are you waiting for? Get our done. <laughs> I was going to say, please, let's do it again in his voice. Each purchase supports Larry the Cable Guy's Get Her Done Foundation. What is that? That probably does really good things, right? Well, uh, what does it do? It gets it done. It gets, yeah. <laughs> That's their motto. The Get Her Done Foundation. It gets it done. The what does the- it get done? Eugenics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the getting it done people. <laughs> Fuck. So under taste, uh, this large bag of potato chips from Larry contained mostly smallish chips with fairly flat shapes and a nice orange glow. Uh, there was a glow? smattering. Uh, apparently this bag did. <laughs> Got a smattering of dark seasoning powder on the surface with bubbles embedded inside most chips and very little skin around the edges. They gave it a, um, I guess they don't really give it a rating, but their beer and barbecuing panel... Gave high praise for the taste. The aroma really smells like a bowl of chili, and you can find these potato chips at Amazon.com. You know, thank you for telling me they're on Amazon.com because I've been looking as you've been talking to see what other flavors they have. And they have, Larry the Cable Guy has a flavored chip called the Tater Salad, which I feel is just a shot fired at Ron White. Yep, because it should have been Ron White on the bag. A guest star on a chip bag. I I want a blue-color comedy to a line of (laughs) chips. Well, that might actually happen. I mean, Larry the Cable Guy's got his foothold in it. I'm sure the other guys yeah. will come around wanting their beaks wet. Okay, because Tater Salad would be Ron White. What mm-hmm. would Jeff Foxworthy and Bill Ingvall's flavors be? Well, they do have two more flavors, biscuits and gravy and fried dill pickle. So who is who? Well, fried dill pickle's got to be Jeff Foxworthy, yeah. right? Yeah. Bill Ingvall's a little more straight, so I guess biscuits and gravy. Yeah. All right, we solved it. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, here's it's, your sign, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> here's <Yeah>. your sign. <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since I've seen that. I gotta, I gotta. Um, I wonder if that's on Amazon. I bet. I'm sure it is. I remember, let's see, because that remember that came out. I watched that. I I like Ron White. I used to like I like Jeff Foxworthy when I was little. I sort of grew out of Jeff Jeff Foxworthy, but Ron right. White is legitimately like he doesn't really fit in with those guys. No, I he think doesn't. he's a really good comic. And I, I liked him. The others are good comics, too. They're just not my thing. I liked him, but I feel like every time I saw him after the blue co- blue collar comedy tour, it felt like he was doing the same material. Mm, yeah. The tater, the tater salad thing. The tater thing salad kinda, thing. Yeah. I mean, right, yeah. It's all I've got. Drinking scotch, smoking cigarettes, and talking about tater salad. All right. Can we do a, a – I'm sorry. Can we interrupt the ridiculous segment where we eat snacks for a different ridiculous segment? Yes. That's usually at the end of the show. Uh, I'd like to play a little game of how much is this on Amazon. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, Phil, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, the movie, uh, is how much on Amazon used? DVD. Well, DVD. Okay, DVD. DVD format. Uh, Phil, would you like to guess first? I'll, I'm going to go with ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. I think they far overpriced this movie. Okay. ten ninety nine from Phil. Tyler. $1. $1 from Tyler. Actual retail value... Of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, the movie, on DVD, lowest price is one cent. Melissa <laughs> 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 gasps, you such a... What? <laughs> it's the next model land. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I haven't checked the shipping on that. Uh, could be three ninety nine. Could be three ninety nine. <laughs> you can buy it new for twenty three cents. <laughs> you can buy it new. Now I see why Larry the Cable Guy's making chips. That should be our three hundred fifty dollar Patreon goal. Get your own free copy of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. New. <laughs> Man, I wonder if the Blue Collar Comedy Tour is on Steam. You know how they Steam does movies now? Mm. I wonder if it's on Steam. It feels like a good match. Yeah. <laughs> this these chips smell like chili powder. Yeah. Yeah. So taquitos.net has not steered us wrong. Not yet. So far. Yeah. Holy crap, there's a whole bunch of these. He's uh, got Larry the Cable Guy has bacon ranch, barbecue, caramel and peanuts, country corn. I try that. Ho- that sounds weird. Country Holler. corn? Yeah. I'm sorry, why? I didn't know popper tater chips. Would you like to try in these chips? I didn't oh, think yeah, you I would. Oh yeah, I got these over here. <laughs> Jalapeno, I'll try jalapeno popper chips. Yeah, I would too. All right. You ready to do this? All right. No, I don't like these. I'm putting these back in the bag. They remind me of chili Fritos, and I don't like those. They're very, I think they're very bland. Yeah, I don't. They just think that there's a, a light dusting of chili powder. No, mild are, chili powder. I got to eat one of these cheeseburger chips to get that cleanse my palate. Well, there's no comments on the uh, on the entry for the chili cheese fries, so maybe you should put something on there saying beware. Okay, get, get involved in, in the taquitos.net community is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. There were comments on the other ones. Okay, I'm down. I'll create a Tadpog podcast account and uh, leave my review for the chili cheese fries on taquitos.net. <laughs> Oddly enough, who loves taquitos? Choco Chica. Yeah. She <laughs> she's she's pretty picky. But when she was just like, oh, yeah, I love these. Really? Okay. And Melissa was thoroughly disgusted having to buy, buy them at the store. Oh, taquitos are good. You don't like taquitos, Melissa? Oh, you should try them. I mean, they're... She got that Arfid. I mean, they're garbage <laughs> food, for sure, but they're good garbage food. You know, like uh, pizza bagels, pizza mm. bites, mm. Uh, mm. pizza rolls, Hot Pockets. I'd put it in the same family. I still love bagel bites. Yeah, bagel bites are good. Still, even though we had them, I guess a few months ago, mm-hmm. and they weren't as good as I remembered. But man, still in the oven, like, yeah, dude, fucking uh, pizza rolls are the business. They still are. Yeah, and it's like the only way to eat them is like the outside is maybe seventy degrees, and the inside is like two thousand degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Just hot lava. Yeah. That is the only way. So you bite it and it pops that cheese. It like it's like a giant hot zit just <laughs> popping right down your throat. It's fun. It's fun. Just like an afrit coming in your mouth. Yes. That's what it's like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somehow this all ties back to pussy pimples. The Patreon episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really doesn't. I just wanted to I just wanted to pimp Patreon. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. our man, Patreon, thank you everyone. Fucking blown up. Yeah, it's we have hit up. our goal of $300. Now we're over 300 Right. So we'll be going to yep. Fantasy World. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yep. Now, now I have to go. Yep. <laughs> uh, Ian said that he is down to go. Awesome. So um, it'll be at least us. Uh, mm-hmm. Melissa, are you going to go? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> well, so are you She's gonna, excited. Will you record with us too? All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Now I'm really loving it. Yeah. I'm actually now I'm looking at, now, now I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. Because um, I guess that'll probably be because we had discussed like maybe doing it for February for a Valentine's Day Patreon. Right. <laughs> Makes the most sense. You didn't so. seem down with that. Um, 
it made me feel like, oh, we hit 300, like then we should give it to them and not make them wait two months. Yeah. But it does like it, it does make the most sense. I like the idea of it being in February. I like your idea for the next Patreon episode. I'm very excited yeah. about it. I was thinking about, I'd made a lot of plans for it today in my head. Did you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. We're, I mean, can we share a little bit about it? Or sure. do you want it to be a complete surprise? Uh, no, I think we should share. I've I've got Jacob has said he's in. Awesome. So two of two of the four people I want. So you are crafting a game, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. All right, and it's a it's a trivia game. It will be yeah. It'll be the great video game quiz. All right. So modeled after Ross, he made the the board Jeopardy ish board for the episode where Chandler and Joy and Monica and Rachel have to see who. Those are the best and yeah. trade apartments. So we modeled after that with different types of video game trivia and little bits of like, I thought of, you know, tweaks and stuff to make strategy in it. I love and it. my ideal would be I'll host it. Melissa will be my, my beautiful assistant. And then players will be you, Jacob, Miller, and Josh. Okay. I'm in. I think it sounds great. You, you teased this a long time ago. Yeah. You very mentioned long this, time I think, ago. probably like two and a half years ago. Um, and I'm glad that it's coming. Uh, I'm f- I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And when you sent me that message, I was like, yes. Great idea. Everybody will be in for it. Christmas? Yeah, let's, let's get do it. it. Let's get her done through the foundation. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I think um, I, the next time there's a 24-hour stream uh, charity event, I think I will do it for the Get Our Done, get our done Foundation. <laughs> Yeah, I'm serious. And dress, yeah. get your camo sleeveless yeah. shirt. Yeah, I'll wear my Larry the Cable Guy cosplay, and I'll sit there for 24 hours and play Fish and World. <laughs> did, did I get the name of that game right, Phil? I think so. Right. That sounds that sounds like the one that I downloaded and played for uh, 90 seconds. Oh, it wasn't good. <laughs> I would ask Time Lord Josh Edwards. I've seen him, his name pop up on there every now and then. All right. Well, when we do the Fishing World episode, I, I will get Josh for sure. Um, man, I can't tell you how embarrassed I am to say this, but I've, I probably have like nine hours into Final Fantasy 15 right now, and six of those hours are probably fishing in that game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you guys want to talk about Beavs and Butthead? Not really. Yeah, me either. Yeah, Phil? I'm good. Oh, okay, we're all good. So I feel like that was a pretty funny episode that we just did. So you ready to close it out? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. You hear that, Dave? I do hear that. It sounds like, uh, it sounds like, what do you call a boxcar full of regretful fills? <laughs> Uh, uh. <laughs> it's just Phil does Tina Belcher. I was about to say, uh. Phil, Phil and Tina Belcher. Uh, which, of course, that sound ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave Reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys, uh, Beavis and Butt hyphen head. Uh, I feel like I should have known that's how you spell butt head, but I didn't up until now. Is an Am- Boothhead? Boothhead? Boothhead is an American animated sitcom created and designed by Mike Judge. Have you guys heard of Mike Judge before? Does that ring any bells? A little guy named Mike Judge. Judge. Uh, the series originated from Frog Baseball, a 1992 short film by Judge originally aired on Liquid Television. I remember that. Oh, man. I, I remember totally seeing forgot that. about mm-hmm. that. Uh, after seeing the short, MTV signed Judge to develop the concept. Uh, the series first ran from March 8th, 1993 to November 28th, 1997. In 1996, the series was adapted into the animated feature film Beavis and Butthead Do America, which I hear 
holds up. I have not seen it since it oh, came out, but I either. hear it holds up. Huh? Better I than fell the series. On the couch last night watching it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> would you would you say no? It does not hold up. Um. Well, I was really drunk, so that it wasn't a a um a commentary on how bad it was. Okay. Just that I was very sleepy. I got you. I get. I would say it holds up. I get mildly. that. Uh, Mike Judge has stated, guys, hold on, hold on to your butts, <laughs> that he wants to try to get Beavis and Butthead back on MTV or another network. <sighs> I hope that that doesn't happen. I don't. Because <laughs> I like Beavis and Butthead, but I don't want it to happen again. See, I wonder if I did. Did I really like that? Is that a good show, or was it just, like, taboo? Oh, I don't know if it was good, but I liked it. I can answer that with 100% certainty. Yeah. I loved it. Loved the show. It- I think it, it is extremely funny for a 11 to 13 year old boy like that. Just it hits the wheelhouse right there. I've gone back and tried to watch the show uh, when it was on. It was on like Netflix or Hulu, one of one of yeah. the services. Mm. And I went back and watched it and I did not enjoy it. Uh, but no. they had taken the video, the the music videos out. It was just see, I hated the music videos. See, I did too. But mm-hmm. when I was rewatching it, I was fucking craving them because watching just the narrative without a break was really tough because it was just oh, like, okay. eh, I don't know. I, I see why I thought it was funny as a kid. Hmm. And I see why it was super original when it came out. But it's like, that's the reason I don't want it to live again. Because it's like, I don't think you can recapture that. Because like Beavis and Butthead caught the America by storm because it was so taboo at the time. Like you yeah. mentioned, it was all taboo. Extremely. Oh, my parents like... Oh man, they rallied hard against it. Like if they oh, would I walk bet. in and it was oh, on I TV, bet. or like yeah, they would flip out. Not allowed. And of course, that just made me want to watch it and love it right. all the more. Yep. I thought it was funny uh, as a kid for sure. Uh, I I just don't know. Like if they redid it, like if, if Mike Judge were were to redo it, my, I would hope that it was like in Harry Potter style, where it's like, <laughs> well, it's just aged with the audience, and it's like <laughs> Beavis and Butthead are just middle aged. And uh, it's just like, it's just them and their lives. <laughs> they just they take up the role of their dads when they meet them right. and do America. Because <laughs> what that is, that would be similar. Because I read an interview with Mike Myers where he said he was interested in doing um, Wayne's World, doing, doing like Wayne at 50. Really? Mm-hmm. Th- this was recently? This was, I saw it on Reddit yesterday. Wow. Uh, he also said apparently there is. It's not in production, but all the a deal has been made for a new Austin Powers movie. Ooh, all right. So that's another one okay. I'm like. All right. Mike Myers is he encapsulates the '90s. So I don't know. He's kind of in a tough spot. I think. I feel like. Like. I mean, he has. Sh- I mean, Shrek. But. Well, I don't mean money wise. I feel oh. like money wise, he's probably good, right? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, but career, like doing some, doing something wise, because he's the last four things he's done were all Shrek sequels. Right. I mean, that's great. I wish I could do. I wish I could do Shrek sequels. I would. Cause if well, I could get that Shrek money, though, <laughs> mm, if I could get that Shrek money. Because what I was reading about, like how how hot he was, like he's a he very was just man. killing it. <laughs> he's very yeah, he was just killing it. Movie after movie after movie, and then hit the Love Guru. Yeah, and it's like his career just <laughs> fucking fell apart because of that movie. I never saw the Love Guru. Did you? No. That's one of those movies where it's like everyone's like, "Oh, that movie was really bad." I'm like, "Oh, did you see it?" And they're like, "No." No. I was like, "Me neither." <laughs> is it? Is it like I just actually... saw the previews? Right. It, it looked weird because it was hit on his head on a kid's body. <laughs> the previews did look horrible. I'll be fair, but I don't think anyone saw that movie, and everyone says it's bad. <laughs> it, it might be secretly good. It, 
could be his best film ever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to go on the record and say that it's best film ever, but it could be. It might be. Could be. I feel like his his dark horse movie is uh, so I've married an axe murderer. Yeah, that's a good, movie. which I think is yeah. really good. Yeah, that's a good and movie. really underrated. Yeah. Do you think um, Dana Carvey will come back for Wayne's World, or do you think he'll have to get Larry the Cable Guy to play Garth? That's, I'm, either way, I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> All right, we're gonna redo Wayne's World, uh, but instead of but instead of Dana Carvey, <laughs> we're gonna have Larry the Cable Guy, uh, and instead of Mike Myers, uh, we're gonna have Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> uh, we're gonna. Name I was it. trying to work up a guy. Like, what would that impression be of Guy Fieri doing <laughs> Wayne Campbell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it Wayne's Dark Dark Place. <laughs> man, I love these kicking Cajun fries. Showing. <laughs> Larry's got to have like contractual obligation to get six getter duns or more in there <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah do you think we get ed o'neill back man i like to have i'd like to have dinner every night <laughs> that's a yeah that's a that's a, <laughs> one of garth's lines that came into my head <laughs> would you like to have dinner tonight i'd like to have dinner every night that's a that's a there's so many lines in, in that movie mm-hmm. i don't remember that is that from one or two i think that's from two because I, he's talking to uh, it's to what's her name from Cool World, um, Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, yeah, Passenger mm-hmm. Basinger. Uh, talking about wanting her to fuck him and kill her husband. So I do not remember Wayne's World two at all. Apparently, I don't. I don't remember it at all. Um, Wayne's World one, I remember because I just rewatched it maybe a year ago. But Wayne's World two is just like. It's gone. Yeah. I need to rewatch it. I bet that Nuprin gag really holds up now for Wayne's World 2. We Nuprin gag? Yeah. Whenever he's like, take two, and then, oh, forget what was it. Yeah, little yellow different. Like, he makes that joke about the commercial in, like, 1992. All right, Beavis and What's that, Phil? I was going to say, I like to think that all the uh, all the food in the new uh, Wayne's World movie is nothing but Larry the Cable Guy brand chips. <laughs> it's it's like Demolition Man, where they replaced all the fast food with oh, or yeah. all the food with uh, Taco Bell. It's no in Wayne's World, there is only Larry the Cable Guy chips. Larry the Cable Guy won the Chip Wars of twenty <laughs> of twenty seventeen. Come on, we all know that. I'd be fine with the Wayne's World spinoff just about Ed O'Neill's character. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So good, so good. Um, okay, so that is that is the his, that is the full history of Beavis and Butthead. You're welcome, Internet. Here mm-hmm. is a little bit about the video game in particular. Uh, Beavis and Butthead uh, parentheses video game. Beavis and Butthead colon the video game is a video game. <laughs> All right, thank you, Wikipedia, <laughs> for the Sega Genesis, Super NES, and Game Gear. It is based on MTV's animated series of the same name and follows the title characters Beavis and Butthead as they attempt to find their torn-up Guar concert tickets. Are you, is everyone here familiar with Guar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Phil? Only through Beavis and Butthead. Right. I didn't know that they existed <laughs> until I watched Beavis and Butthead, and I still don't really know about them. They wear costumes and stuff? Yes. And do, like, metal music? Yes. Like extreme metal music and... Parody. It's like, <laughs> it's to the point of parody, where it's like, when I was a kid and first saw it on Beavis and Butthead, like you, Phil, uh, I did not realize that it was kind of for goofs. 
Uh, and now as I got now as I get older, I, I realize that a it's either for goofs or b they're terrible. So they're like the same clown. <laughs> a little bit, both. yeah. I think. I mean, there are a lot of like similarities that are drawn between them and ICP. I think. So, I want ICP mm. to come out and be like, guys, 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 this is all just a big joke. You guys have been basing your lives on. Shut up, clowns. Something we came up with in college. Clowns don't high. make jokes. <laughs> Sing rap about murdering people. <laughs> My cat is on fire. That's the only Guar song I know. <laughs> I couldn't name one. You know more Guar songs than I do. I only know yep. that because I had, when I ran my city game, it was composed, you know, the large city composed of seven districts. The Guar District. I the forgot Guar about district. the Guar District. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he sort of had Guys, one of those. everyone's at Guar in this district. <laughs> uh, Jacob made me an extensive playlist for every district. I remember in the... Um, Crazy Halfling yeah, District? He had he had that song on there. It's also, um, it's also a district in New York, isn't it? Crazy Halfling? Guar? Yeah. <laughs> Guar and the Crazy Halflings? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like... Bro- Brooklyn, the Bronx, Hell's Kitchen, and Guar and Crazy Halflings. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where were we? Okay. Guar tickets. Uh, the Super NES version was developed by Real Time Associates, uh, which sounds like <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a ring of prostitutes, doesn't it? <laughs> um, You've got a bill to the company credit card for nine hundred dollars for Real Time Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Dave, did you have a Real Time? <laughs> Uh, the Game Gear version was developed by New FX. Uh, if you were curious, that is spelled in U F X. And the Genesis Mega Drive version by Radical Entertainment, all which were published by Viacom New Media and released in 1994. But wait, hold up, guys. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A Tiger Electronics handheld LCD version was also released <sighs> in 1994. <laughs> Though, despite having similar cover art... Melissa, please look up Beavis and Butthead Tiger Electronics on Amazon. <laughs> I want to see how much this is. And I want that in our search history on Amazon. Yeah, you need it. You really do need it. Uh, it was... Despite having similar cover art, it was not affiliated with the Viacom games, unfortunately. Uh, and did not involve the boys trying to see Guar. Is Tiger... Is it T-Y-G-E-R or T-I? T-I. T-I, okay. Mm-hmm. This might be a tough one to find. I found it on a list of the seven worst Tiger handheld games <laughs> of the 90s by BuzzFeed. Is there an emulator it's, for those things? I feel like that's oh, a thing man. That, that should exist. It's second only to the Scooby-Doo one, apparently. What's number the one? Sco- Scooby-Doo. Oh, Scooby-Doo that's is number one. Beavis and Butthead is one. two? Beavis and Butthead two. Polly Pocket coming at number three. Yikes. Castlevania Symphony of the Night had one. I had, and I'm interested in playing that. I had one of the Castlevanias, and yeah, it's bad. <laughs> I had Ninja Turtles and Ninja Gaiden. Mm, I had the Ninja Turtles one, too. I forgot about that one. I remember I had um, a tree. A house that I lived in had a, a tree with a good seat in front of it. I remember I would sit in that tree and play my Tiger Electronics and be miserable because <laughs> I was one outside, two playing digital two, electronics. Two under a tree which specifically had a chair set in front of it. <laughs> Welcome to our sitting tree. Every time I misbehaved, Dad would pull up the Tiger Electronics, go get in the tree and play. I'll teach you good. There we have it. Oh, we can't find it on Amazon. That's a Damn. bummer. All right. Let's see. Uh, there, there was a Game Boy version. It was developed by Taurus Games uh, in the back of somebody's Ford Taurus and published by GT Interactive and released in, in 1998. Seems a little late to the party. It's pretty late, yeah. 
uh, and revolved around the boys trying to join Todd's gang. Oh man, I forgot about the character of Todd. He's in the he is in the Genesis <laughs> game. He makes an appearance. So we get to talk about that. I didn't play very much of this game. No, no, you just didn't like it enough. Didn't didn't care for it. Yeah, no, wasn't your cup of tea. No, Phil, what's your experience with this game? You probably have the most storied history, right? Yeah, what yeah. Like I like I I mentioned in the Diablo episode, uh, my friend and neighbor rented a Sega Genesis for a weekend and got this game and Beyond Oasis and I think one more. I talked to him about it and we couldn't remember but um yeah we got three sega genesis games beavis and butt had one of them and i'm probably colored by nostalgia glasses for that seminal moment because renting a system when you're 13 and in the 90s is like it is an event oh yeah 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 it's a huge deal yeah it is it is a huge deal Similar situation with me. I had a, a friend in middle school rent a Sega Genesis for a, a sleepover. And yes, huge deal. It's pretty awesome. Huge. I remember doing it with N64 like twice mm, yeah. ever. Yeah. No, that was and a do thing. you remember the games that you got? I remember we rented Star Fox 64 and Goldeneye. Mm. So we had a pretty good time. Yeah, that's, not, time. that's not too bad. I don't remember well, yeah. the games that we had. I think that was yeah. the same slumber party where um, I say slumber party because I'm a girl, uh, but I think that's the same <laughs> masturbation one. party is what boys have. Cir- circle jerk, I believe. <laughs> right, <laughs> you guys are both hitting real close to home. I don't know if you remember the episode where I talked about going over to a boy's house for a sleep sleepover, and uh, we watched Predator, and then someone wanted us to come on crackers. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, uh, I'm not doing that. And I said, and then they, give me that cracker. Yeah, I said, I'm not doing that. And then they called me gay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing that happened. And I'm not going to censor that out because it doesn't work otherwise. <laughs> no, it's hey, man. Be so gay. Come on, this cracker. cracker. We're all gonna get in a circle and come on this saltine. This one guy says he'll eat them all, so we have to do it. (laughs) Is it a Zesta saltine? No, thank you. I exclusively come on Zesta saltines. They were club crackers. You know, well, you can't waste a good club cracker. I know, right? (laughs) I like like to think that our come on crackers is definitely (laughs) a page on Reddit. I'm gonna look it up. But I will tell you that I want the Civil War version. Come on, hardtack. <laughs> come on, come on, crackers. Sounds like the the hors d'oeuvre you'd eat at an Andy Warhol art opening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so I played this. Um, I did not play it for this episode, but I watched the uh, clips on YouTube and and read some walkthroughs to refresh myself. Um. I remember what I liked about the game was that it was uh, an adventure, an adventure game, kind of like a point-and-click adventure where um, you gather items and use those items to interact with other items, solving various convoluted puzzles. To- yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, convoluted. That's a good phrase. That's a good word to use for this and game. It's awful. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to be around the bush. It's awful, yeah. but I, I think for an IP game, like, I'm used to seeing just bare bones, um, side scrolling mm. action games that have maybe a weekend's worth of effort, like Shaq Fu, like the B team programmers that made Shaq Fu in, in one weekend. At least um, I knew what to do in Shaq Fu, though. That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, I get that. Um, so here's the thing like, I, I had played the Game Gear version of Beavis and Butthead. 
and I thought that mm. it was going to be just the same as the Genesis version. What is that? What has that play? Um, it plays similarly, but here, uh, okay, I'm going to cut all the bullshit. I do not remember how it plays. What I do remember about it is that they are going to the Guar concert. So when I heard okay. that's what they're doing in the Genesis game, I was like, all right, this will be great because I've already <laughs> played this game for the Game Gear. It'll be a breeze. And I started it up and I was like, this police officer is beating the shit out of me and I do not know <laughs> what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is as obtuse as Cool World. Yeah, 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 because it, it's a similar kind of game. Mm-hmm. You're 100% right. This is like Cool World, but I do think that this is better than Cool World. Yeah, no, I'm no, yeah, no arguments there. Yes, this is better than Cool World. But it's the same kind of game where you find shit, you roam levels, find mm-hmm. shit, and then try to use that shit to solve puzzles. But there are no clues. Um, <laughs> and And... As I was playing the game, I was like, I remember this episode. Every like every level in the game is built around a specific episode of Beavis and Butthead. And one of the one of the okay, for example, um, where do they work? Burger World. Yeah. Okay. There's a Burger World level, and in the Burger World level, you have to the the solution to the puzzle is you have to find a dead rat in the dumpster bring it into the kitchen and fry it in the fryer with some french fries and feed it to a customer. The customer then throws up and in that in that pile of vomit is part of your guar ticket. Don't forget that before you get in the kitchen, you have to punch in the secret passcode that you have absolutely no clue in the entire game as to what it is. It's just an 8-digit passcode that is butthead. It's it's B U T T H E A D spelled out on the number pad. On the alphanumeric. Yeah. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst because it's it's like a prime example of why I hate games like this. And why would that be the passcode? Yeah. Yeah. Why why is the manager at Burger Roll like, you know, buddy, that's pretty good. I'm trying to think if that was specifically referenced in that episode. Because the things that you have to do for that level, that is an episode of Beavis and Butthead. Like that was an episode. That happened. Okay. They found a rat, they fucking fried it and fed it to a guy who was being rude uh while they were working. Um, and then I think that one ends with the police showing up. I'm not 100% positive. That doesn't happen in the game. <laughs> um, but in, there's another level where, uh, like the hospital level, where there's the gigantic naked cowboy um, yeah. on, a, on a scooter. That is an episode of Beavis and Butthead as well. Um, and I can't remember if the Burger World episode of Beavis and Butthead had him enter in a code to enter the back, or if he set the code to be Butthead. I can't remember. That's the only yeah. That's the only way you could have known, I guess. There were a lot of there were a lot of yeah. s- uh, solutions to puzzles in the game like that. Because there's another one in the mall. You have to uh, add oil to a woman's laundry in the laundromat, and that's how you get part of a guar ticket you'd have no fucking idea that's a thing that you would have to do to get a ticket you just go around being an asshole and you're rewarded with a guar ticket Uh, yeah yeah yeah. well that's how it works right (laughs) (laughs) like if they like saw them somewhere like if you saw part of a guar ticket on the other side of a super great and you had to figure out how to get it okay but yeah there's like (laughs) No, there's no, like, it is like, if you haven't seen... Reenact the episode. Yes, that's what it is. You're dead on. It's just an episode reenactment, I feel like. Some of them are like that, or at least one is, because I know one of the tickets um, at the high school lands on Principal McVicker's head, and he's in his office. You got no way to get it unless you go to Buzzcut's room 
burp on buzz cut to make him pass out, steal the A and B uh, liquid solutions from his desk, mix them to create an explosive, return to McVicker's office, drop the explosive, which causes him to pass out. Then you can get the ticket from his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this That's is just, puzzle. oh man, this sounds just like that uh, point and click adventure from sh- uh, the shower with your dad simulator. The yeah. one that's just a goof. Yeah, yeah, in the poli- like this in the police shower room. Yeah, yeah, this is just like that. Uh, yeah, only serious. Yeah, yeah, only for real. But what's weird about it is the things that I hate about it now are things that I would have loved about it in 1994. Yeah, and that's why it still has a good memory in my head because that actually provides a bit of depth to an otherwise crappy game that you wouldn't normally get with an with an IP game. It's it's just slightly above like base level gamesmanship i guess and it would have made me feel really smart like it would have tricked me into being like you're smart dave because you know these things because you watched this episode Mm -hmm. a year ago and but now it's like it's really weird playing it now because i barely fucking remember beavis and butthead episodes like i mean i really have to like i really have to strain to remember the plot of some of the the episodes i remember the like trying to Use a chainsaw to get to cut a grasshopper. Yes, yes. Remember there, that one. There was a chainsaw involved in getting one of the tickets in this game. That is true. So they do. They tie it in. Because what was the episode that like really had everybody going crazy? I remember uh, there was one especially controversial episode that kids were reenacting it and getting hurt. And... Pencil in the eye. I think was the one that I remember hearing about. Oh. Like I remember, I had a teacher in fifth grade uh, who specifically. It, it's one of those great moments when you're a kid when you realize that an adult is fucking up, because the teacher is asking us not to reenact what we might have seen on Beavis and Butthead, and I guarantee you, like. 95% of those kids had not seen Beavis and Butthead, period. Yeah. And then she's like, don't bounce your pencils into each other's eyes like they did on Beavis and Butthead. Oh, and then oh like, man. I remember specifically being like, what's Beavis and Butthead? This sounds great. <laughs> and I, like, I remember like doing kid detective work where it's like at, at lunch, like asking like the, um, the kids I'm not supposed to hang out with, hey, what's Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> And where can I watch it? Is that sex? Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big controversy that I remembered. Phil, do you recall anything? Honestly, no. Um, it, it just kind of had a a Mortal Kombat. And it came out right around the same time as Mortal Kombat. It just had that um, level of escalation of what had otherwise been a child's medium. Um, so just essentially... This is a cartoon. Kids watch cartoons, but these cartoons are beating the shit out of each other and chopping their fingers off with chainsaws, and that freaked people out a lot. And just like with Mortal Kombat, video games were for kids until they started making video games for adults, and that freaked people out a bunch. Right. Yeah, you gotta love Moral Panic. (laughs) Does that... I have a weird question. Does anybody here know? Because I honestly don't. Do... Do moral panics happen in other countries, or is that like a specifically like American thing? I know PMS is only an American thing, like not not the concept of like menstruation, menstruation right. like, but, yeah. but like wait, what? Blaming, all, 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 everywhere else, women don't experience that. <laughs> so like, it's true that there are hormonal changes, but like the whole like stereotype thing. Like it, it is strictly American. I've heard that that's a myth. Is that? I mean, I've heard that that's a myth. That PMS is a myth. 
I mean, I because what I heard saying like, yes, there are hormonal changes, but it sort of said it was a myth, but at the same time said it wasn't a myth. It's kind of weird. Flopping. But of course, like I went and asked Melissa, she was like, "Don't you fucking tell, try to tell me that yeah. that's a myth because it's not." I was like, "Okay, well, I'm not saying, but like the whole blaming blaming any frustration on that is an American invention." Well, because I've asked I've asked Nikki about it before, uh, very carefully, and my, uh, her response is always, "Well, it, it fucking hurts," and she's like, "That's why, like, it just hurts. Sometimes it just hurts, mm-hmm. and it's like that's why that's why I'm irritable." But I, I don't necessarily, I don't know if that means, guys, can we really get into like the depth of PMS? Uh-huh. <laughs> can we just, can we just talk about this for a little bit? Well, it's like Melissa asking me in turn, are blue balls real? It's like, yes, those are real, but I can see where it would be a mass male conspiracy that they, that it's fake. Yeah. Because Cosmo did a big thing. We're like, no, that is totally a fake and every boy is lying to you trying to get you to do something to them to relieve the pain. Quote, that's, quote. Right. That's not, and that's not true. I mean, I, and I can see where that's a plot. But it's just sure. like I'd have no reason to do that now. There are definitely <laughs> there are definitely people I imagine using yeah. blue balls as a nefarious attempt uh, to come with a woman. Yep, or a man. Yep, just in general. Well, actually, probably just a woman because if it's a man, I don't think you'd have to beg it's them not. that hard. <laughs> Yeah, because now I'm trying to look up the most controversial beefs and butthead episodes to see if which one I'm talking about. Phil, thoughts on PMS? Um, I like that all of our uh, myths that we talk about seem to be involving women, that PMS isn't real, that the female e- uh, ejaculation squirting is not real, that the clitoris doesn't exist. Phil, we just talked about blue balls. <laughs> okay. Well, three out, three out of four then. All right. All right. That's fair. That, yeah, it is, it is a majority for sure. I've never experienced blue balls. I do not no? know what the sensation is like. Um, Which you, you'd think for an edger that you would experience that, but... No, guess not. Yeah, I think it's more of like uh, I remember the last time I experienced it. I was in middle school, and it was just it was after just straight up dry humping for like two hours, like the course of a movie. Oh. And it's like there's no resolution there, and it's like I go home, and for whatever reason, I don't take care of business, probably because. I live with my parents at that time, mm-hmm. and it was bedtime, and they would think it's weird if I was taking a shower at 11 o'clock <laughs> at night. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that shit start to hurt about, about midnight, where it's just like, oh, my God. And it might just be because I had a boner for that long. It might not have anything to do with the fact that... Yeah, I, had it, I even had it months ago, and it was just, I think, like, I was in my head about, like wanting to have sex and I just stayed in that that state of arousal like for so long and then it just like pfft, happened. And if it's been like multiple days since since anything has happened then that contributes to it too like so. Which in high school was like uh, eternal for me. <laughs> so I mean yeah. Uh, here it says the most controversial episode is called Stewart's House and that is where they try to get high off gas oven fumes. Oh yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Stuart, man, the original Butters. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> nope, that's that's accurate. <laughs> and I haven't thought about Stuart uh, for a long time until I played this game because there is a, I guess you would call it a mini game, which is based on a Beavis and Butthead where they do, I think they call it couch fishing, uh-huh. uh, where they cast a fishing line outside of their window from their living room uh, and catch things. Um, 
Stuart's one of those things that they catch. Uh, so catch was Stuart. So was Daria. Daria's in this game, which I thought was cool. And she gives you advice. Actually, Stuart and Daria both give you advice on stuff in the game. It's bad um, advice. It's cryptic advice. Yes. Daria specifically talks about how useful gum is. I know. Which, <laughs> which you pick up and use to couch fish for a cat. No? What do you use it for? I can't. I never got to the gum part, so I don't know what you use the gum for. I assume oh, because I never got through the high school, uh, I assumed it had something to do with the high school. Yeah. Sorry, I can't help you, man. I don't know. The gum is used for something, though. <laughs> okay, I got it. No, I wrote it down. Um, you use the gum to get a ticket. You use it to as bait during couch fishing, and that's like the last ticket you get is uh, fish out, okay. out a ticket. See, I just. I just don't know, man. Like, I feel like that's another one that you, I would never guess. I would never guess that. That at least is a clue, which is more than the game gives you for every other puzzle. That is true. That is true. As cryptic as it is. And I'll tell you, I mean, it does make a cryptic clue from Daria makes sense. I wish she would have like done it, uh, like as a line of poetry though. I think that would have been like perfect. <laughs> Here's uh, I think uh, I've got a paragraph about, um, one of the most controversial episodes. I did not remember this one. Be some butthead. Okay. If I could interrupt for a moment, the most infamous example of the show's run-in with MTV and the FCC comes with the episode "Comedians." The know. plot here about Beavis and Butthead attempting to make it as stand-up comedians. Of course, Beavis winds up accidentally burning down the comedy club when he tries to juggle flaming newspapers. Doesn't sound so bad, right? Well, after a month after the air date, an Ohio boy tried to mimic the episode, which caused his family's trailer to burn down and killed his sister. I was hoping you were going to say that um, the episode actually, they, um, they show up at the comedy club, and then it's just 12 minutes of Michael Richards screaming <laughs> racist things, and then it cuts back to Beavis and Butthead. Oh, man. Okay, because this whole list is, what I found that on was the top 15 most controversial episodes of all time not as boobs and butthead but of tv of all time some of them some of them are pretty good i haven't thought about number 15 is episode the simpsons i'm not familiar with blame it on lisa phil um paul <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you if you read me the synopsis i'll remember it but i don't know what that episode refers to what is yeah what is blame it on lisa the family travels to brazil to track down lisa's missing pen pal and end up causing chaos throughout the entire country oh is that where they no that's not that's not the Australia episode, is it? No. Okay. I pulled it up. This is after I stopped watching. This is 2002. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, another one, Electric Soldier Porygon from Pokemon. Oh, is that the seizure That's, that's the seizure, the seizure episode. episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, how many? It was like 20,000 kids. And here's one. I don't remember this at all, but it sounds hilarious. One beer, Tiny Toon Adventures. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Did you say one beer? Uh, it shows underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Teen drinking is very, 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 Let's see. very uncool. The episode culminates in a dark fashion when all three characters drive off a cliff to their demise under the influence of alcohol. Buster, uh, Buster, um, Plucky, and Hampton are all drunk dri <laughs> driving in the well, it's car. A, it's a moral, though. They all die, right? <laughs> 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 that's fucking hilarious let's see um i'll see you in court married with children the um al and peggy have sex in an empty courtroom and get recorded so they said it was too sexually crude see, these are all things that would just be like tame now mm -hmm. yeah yeah that is true <laughs> number 10 conflict mr rogers neighborhood main uh -oh. offense 
teaching your children about the inevitably inevitability of nuclear war. (laughs) 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 Oh man. All right. It does seem like even like, I don't know. Has it been shown since 1996? That's got to be. I'm going to look for these on YouTube if I can find any of them. They'll be in the show notes. Would you mind uh, forwarding me that uh, that article that you're yes. reading from? I'll post that as well. Tadbog.com. Mr. Rogers left the viewers with the following, the following line. Rules are very, very important. Not just for games, but for all things. Even big things like countries. Countries have to have rules to protect people, and someday you'll be helping make the rules for your country. I trust you'll make the best kind you know how. And then his flesh melted (laughs) off of his face, revealing his grinning skull. (laughs) Uh, There's the pilot episode, I guess the pilot episode of NYPD Blue, where I think they said shit for the first time on network TV. What year? year, Do they have a year listed for that? 93. I don't know, man. I and, think 93, and showing what's his name's butt on yeah. the air when he gets out of the shower. I think ninety three is the butt, right? Because the South- Dennis Franz, yeah, yeah. Because South Park, I heard, took advantage of that. Um, I heard that, that. I enjoyed that episode a lot. I don't know if that's true or not, but like from what I, from, I've heard several rumors about the shit episode of South Park, uh, where they had the shit. They say shit as many times as they can. Mm-hmm. I've heard it several different ways. Mm-hmm. I've heard one rumor uh, is that they were like, "Fuck it, we'll just pay the fines." And then the other, the other version of, that I've heard is it worked out in their advantage that they produced the shows so quickly to airtime because, uh, from what I've heard, I do not know if this is true. I've done no research, but uh, the producers of NYPD Blue uh, were planning on having the word "shit." and said in an episode and so they made an agreement with the fcc and for whatever reason this is the part where it sounds like it's not true to me Mm -hmm. but the fcc was like okay from this time to this time uh you can say shit and then i heard that matt and trey got a hold of that news and and they were like hey guess what south park is shares the same time slot as nypd blue and then they just put as many time oh, they, they put as many shits in there as they could. That was such a good episode. Such a good episode. I don't know if that's true, but I gotta hope and that. That it makes is. a lot of that it's, makes sense. And it sounds like them, although I may just be per- perpetuating uh, a myth of their their godliness. Uh, there's an episode of Ellen where she came out. That's uh, that feels tame. An episode <laughs> called Home of the X Files, um, banned for incest. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. That's the oh, right. Yeah, I love Phil giggles how excited I <laughs> Oh, yeah, the, the Intest X Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that I got blue balls on. I remember that the one. The Kyle XY files. Um, that is, I think it's like set up where they like, it's like what, mountain people or something like that? And they show oh, up. Oh, okay. This, this paragraph. And there's something like under the bed or. In a small, isolated town, they discover the Peacock family, a cabal of deformed farmers yeah. who have an incestuous relationship with their mother, yeah. who is a quadruple amputee, in order to continue their diseased lineage. Yeah. Packed with stomach churning imagery of sex and violence, home is the car wreck you can't help but be fascinated by. Hey, at least it wasn't one of those alien episodes. <laughs> <laughs> the Puerto Rican Day per, uh, Puerto Rican Day Parade episode Seinfeld. of Seinfeld. Yeah, that got banned from syndication. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Maud. The abortion episode. Uh-huh. And number one, uh, 200 and 201 from South Park. And that was the one where they depicted Muhammad. Oh, right. Okay. And then just the Comedy Central wouldn't do it. It just has the black bar over him. 
All right. There we go. All right. That was very controversial. Mm. Please share that with me. I'd, I'd love to put it in the show notes. Sean Miller is in for the video game episode. All right, and I'm in. The, the so quiz. So we just need Jacob, right? Uh, Jacob's in. Josh. And Josh. Need Josh. Sorry. Damn. I saw him today. I would have asked him. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is that all those episodes had people talking, which reminds me that there's really good voice modulation in the Beavis and Butthead Sega Genesis game. That's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> That's good. Bring, Bring it, it back. back. <laughs> it does have good voice modulation. It does. It, I agree. You, you can. They sound like they like they do in TV. The whole thing is, uh, I feel, is a really good reproduction of the crude kind of animation style of Mike Judge and the whole. Um, at the at the very least, if you're a Beavis and Butthead fan, uh, when you're 13 and playing this game like I was, uh, it does a good job of capturing that whole feeling. No, I agree. It doesn't do anything with it, but it captures it. I think I think that the Genesis in general does a good job of voice modulation. Like that's the yep. one thing where it's like I gripe about the sound in in these Sega Genesis games a lot, but the, for the most part, the voice modulation I think sounds better than what I hear in most Super Nintendo games. Well, Super Nintendo doesn't even do it that much, which, and it seems like every Sega Genesis game seems to throw that in there. It's it's either a lot easier to do it, or they're they're more able to. I don't know, but it's um it's definitely a signature part of the Sega Genesis. Is I, that I wonder if they knew they couldn't stand up to the SNES sound quality, why not do something different and have voices? Yeah, maybe I did. I watched a little bit of of gameplay for the Super Nintendo version. I haven't played it. Um, I didn't think it sounded as good. Yeah. Um, I thought it looked like more fun. Sorry, Phil, because I know that you specifically said <laughs> the Genesis version was better. But like when I was watching it, I was like, "All right, okay, I I think that I could get behind this brawler." <laughs> hey, I own it. I'll get on that episode too. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> I think the Genesis version is the way to do a Beavis and Butthead game, though. Yeah, it it allows you to get a feeling for the other characters and. It's and a, have them interact with Beavis and Butthead yeah. a lot more. It's a good premise, if not done very well. Like, I looked at the 1998 PC game, which is straight up like a point-and-click adventure with Beavis and Butthead, and that looks even better in terms of capturing the whole experience. Um, it actually looked half-decent. I don't remember the PC game being mentioned in the uh, Wikipedia. Do you? When did that come out? 1998, and I just stumbled upon it while looking up notes for, for this episode, so it didn't come out. It is strange that in for this game that we're talking about that they came out with like three or four different versions by three or four different companies, yeah. and they're all different. Uh, Beavis and Butthead in Virtual Stupidity. That is the one. I see. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's not mentioned in the main video game article because it does not involve them going to a Guar concert. <laughs> 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 like that. I like to think the Wikipedia editors have very strict categories and they're like, um, excuse me, Beavis and Butthead did not go to a Guar concert <laughs> in this game. Therefore, it is in a separate category. Thank you. Also, we're, we're removing Tyler and Dave from notable people of Paducah, Kentucky. Mm. <laughs> Did you guys know that this game has two endings? I did not know that. Uh, I but yeah. I know that when you catch Stuart while you're couch mm-hmm. fishing, he gives you a clue that says something along the lines of "There's a way that you can get closer to Guar." And I was yeah. thinking, "Fuck, does this game have like at least two endings?" <laughs> yeah, and that is that is the ending. So if you once you get all the tickets, um, you go to the Guar concert and you walk in the front door. And you get to see a cutscene of Beavis and Butthead in the crowd dancing to the music. That's the bad ending. If you want the good ending, I don't know. It sounds like a pretty good ending to me, Phil. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
It doesn't have a uh, convoluted puzzle to get there, which is what the quote-unquote good ending oh, does have. Oh, no. Yeah. You have to um, you have to couch fish with a slice of pizza to get the cat. You take the cat. You bring it with you to the Guar concert. You walk. Uh, God, this is dumb. Uh, oh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. God, this is dumb. <laughs> you walk past the door. Anderson's dog is somehow there, and he attacks you, so you throw the cat to distract him. Then you have to walk past Fuck a Phil. gauntlet of bouncers and kill them all. You get to the head bouncer. You have to get the scissors from the uh, hospital so that you can God. cut the cord, which drops the sandbag on the head bouncer. Then you can go grab the concerts and go backstage. And then you get to control Beavis and Butthead dancing with Guar um, as, at, at the very end of the game. That's fucking dumb. It's, it's so dumb. That's fucking dumb. So the only way that you can do that is if you maybe bought the Brady game strategy guide, which uh-huh. I assume is Brady. I'm assume Brady games has been around since 1978, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How would you know? Other than like, I mean, I feel like Stewart's one line hint doesn't give you enough information no. to get there. Nope. I man. <laughs> This game is dumb, man. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? Anything? Did, what do we enjoy about the game? Voice modulation so far is what I've got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what it looked like the show. Economy. You can buy and sell things. And, and, well, I guess you can't. Yeah, you can buy things. Um, that motherfucker at the pawn shop never buys any of my shit. He's always that? like, I bring him a slice of pizza and he's like, no, man, I got plenty of that. And doesn't buy it from me. (laughs) Certain items that you pick up, you can sell to him for money. Um, The game gives you no clue as to what items are or are not sellable. So it just creates a back and forth game of go to the mall, get past the guards, work your way to the pawn shop for him to say, no, I don't need that. And then you go back to your house, grab some more items, then head back. Some things he'll buy. I think he'll buy like a bird. Um, I think he'll buy a headset from Burger World. Oh. You need money too, is the problem. Because, yeah, like, there's you a level need that money you to get to one level. Yeah, yeah, you can't fucking enter a level until you have $3. So it's like you need, you absolutely have to have money uh, in order to do anything in that level. Guess who never got any money ever? Me, because I did not know what the fucking pawn shop owner would, t- would buy from me. Ugh. And if you die, oh. you lose all your items anyway. So oh, making yeah. that kind of trek is just oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Not going to fucking happen. You got one life. I mean, if you die, well, what's, it's over. What's Go good is that the enemies are apparently made out of hot dogs and burritos. That is and good. And when you, when you kill them, they turn into a hot dog, <laughs> which gives you a lot of life. Yeah. So you can just kind of farm, and they're, they're repeating enemies, so you can just farm uh, hot dogs and burritos until you get back to full life. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to brag here a little bit, you guys. I found how big is it? I found <laughs> not as big as Master Molds. Uh, I'll tell you that right the fuck now. Uh, I found a secret food spot in the game on the Burger mm. World um, level, which is right from the very beginning. If you just go back behind the building, I don't know what kind of food there is back there, but it will fill your health bar up. So anytime I was low, I would just enter that level again and get. Is it? Filled up. Is it the burger that makes you sick? No, it is not the burger that makes you sick. But okay. that is in the game, and that is also an episode of Beavis and Buddy. Yeah. And that's how you get into the get past one of the rooms in the hospital, which allows you to get the scissors and other items back there. You have to get sick and go see a nurse. You have to be treated for your rash, which is caused by Phil, do you know this? 
Burgeritis. Burgeritis, <laughs> correct. Ding, 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 ding. Good answer. <laughs> Top answer on the board. <laughs> One of the tickets is underneath a bird at a pet shop, and the bird attacks you by dropping its eggs on you. So it's got that trope in there. Yeah, yeah. there you go. All right. Oh, there's something cool. Um, there's something else that I like about the game, and that is that Beavis and Butthead's house is kind of like uh, the area that leads to all the other levels in the game. And like you select what level you're going to play uh, by sitting on their couch and selecting it with the selecting it on the television with the remote control. Mm. So I think that's like a, that's a neat kind of thing that they did yeah. that they didn't have to do. It's a home base, and you can drop off your items on the floor there. So I think you have limited storage on your ca- on your person. God, so you yes, to... you do. Yes, <laughs> okay. you do. Not only do you have limited storage, but hey, how the fuck do I use these items? I don't know. I have a bunch of them, but I don't know. Do I hit C? Because it's like there's two different item slots, and it's like one, I guess, is for weapons, and that is what works with C. Dude, I cannot tell you how... I, I couldn't even begin. I don't know how to use the dead rat I picked up. I don't know how to use any of the fucking items I picked up that were in the first slot. I had no idea. Never, <laughs> never once was I able to figure out, like, what button do I push to use the dead rat? The answer is, I don't know. <laughs> it's very, very, like, the controls, like, not the platforming, I don't think it's very clunky, but, like, the inventory system is, like... <laughs> From fucking hell. Like, it is, like, birthed from uh, Guy Fieri playing Dana Carvey in Wayne's Dark, Dark Place. (laughs) So, yeah, Beavis, Butthead, Jill Valentine, and Chris Redfield (laughs) all have inventory issues. (laughs) I'd put put them on stars. It's fine. (laughs) The game is... You beat the Wesker Zombie, you get to play as Beavis and Butthead. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. You, I mean, you get to play as Tofu. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I like the weapons in the game. Beavis burps and butthead farts. And yeah. they say fart knocker and other things when they when they do it. So that was funny when I was 13. Yeah. And it was refreshing when I came back to it uh, as an adult. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then five minutes in, I was like, I see why my dad left me alone a lot of the time. <laughs> Because I'm sure that I was saying fart knocker every five seconds. Pull your shirt over the back of your head. Yeah. Ask your father where you can find some TP. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cool. I get to look forward to stuff like that in like Uh 10 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yay. My mom didn't like me watching the show. And I think at the time I thought it was because. She thought I was going to do some stupid shit like shove a pencil in someone's eye when, in fact, I think it was because I would just mimic their mannerisms and think it's funny when I'm laughing and saying, uh, you said crack. Yep. And when when you hear that for the 500th time from your fucking seventh grader, you're like, you need to quit watching this shit, boy. She could have reverse psychology you. Like, that's what would have worked on me. If any, either of my parents would have been like, oh, that's good. Oh, that is good. I'm going to tell everyone at work that yeah. joke. And I would have stopped immediately. <laughs> at, 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 at the Christmas party. Okay, wait, wait. Phil's got the greatest You're Right. Like, Hold on, let me call him. Have you heard Phil's new bone mo? Did your parents call you boy, Phil? Phil, did your parents call you boy? No. No? Okay. No. Is that a Simpsons thing? It is. Yeah. I, I call my son boy. Yeah. 
That's what that's I know you do. That's why I asked. Like, oh, did your parents do that? I was. Cu- I'm glad you asked because I've been curious too. I was like, I wonder if that's like a if that's like a Hawkins thing or if that is uh, from The Simpsons. No, I still can't stop mimicking things from television. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna call. Can I call my mom real quick? Can you tell her that the joke? <laughs> No, I I I don't want to dissuade the use of uh, your use of boy. I think that it is endearing. It reminds it, it, it reminds me of the good old days when the Simpsons were good. <laughs> all yeah, thirteen thirteen year old boys are all like little Michael Scotts. Yeah, just taking that yeah thing. Cause we've been watching The Office over yeah. and over again. So thirty year old boys are just like big Michael Scott. That's true. <laughs> That's what she said. Still holds up. <laughs> Yeah, but that cooled down for like a decade yeah. before it, before the office it came back again. Resurrected that shit like a necromancer <laughs> raising a red dragon from the grave. It was just like it's back. <laughs> and what made what the office did was like it doesn't even matter if it's good. Like it like it, it didn't really matter when it first came about, but now it double doesn't matter because it's like yeah, it's just a Michael Scott thing. Of course, it's bad. <laughs> mm. Do you guys have any achievement for this game? Uh, I had a fill. one. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to come up with one. All right. What you got? And it is, uh, ancient them kids that have been whacking off in my tool shed. <laughs> and you get ancient them kids that have been whacking off in my tool shed by de- defeating Mr. Anderson, Tom Anderson. And you gain access to his tool shed to get the fishing pole and to get the chainsaw to chop down the tree nice. to get the ticket. Who swallowed a fly? I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question for anyone here. Mm-hmm. I, the person mm-hmm. I know who would know the answer to this is Rhythm Master Paul Korn, and he is not here. So I will mm-hmm. ask you guys, uh, is there ever a moment where like Hank Hill meets Mr. Anderson? Because I feel like that needs to happen. Like if Beavis and Butt had come back, it needs to be for that. I mean, he we know he met the Silver Surfer. Right. And that's <laughs> Mr. Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> It is it is weird. I was actually looking up some YouTube videos on uh, Tom Anderson, and it is uh, it's just a prototype. I mean, even yeah, not just right. the voice, not just the voice, but the mannerisms. Yeah. Like there's a there's a what? clip of him just sitting there drinking beer and and barbecuing, and um, it's it's bizarre. <laughs> so Beavis and Butthead, the city they live in, is it Highland? I know that's yeah. the name of their high school, but is that the name of the town as well? I think so. Okay. Is it Highland? I'd... Are they Highlanders? Yes. yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. That's how they come back. That's how Mike Judge brings them back. <laughs> it would be really cool if it was like just a big old troll thing where it's like, we're doing a new Highlanders movie, y'all. And then like all the trailers are like, that's in the works. What you would expect. I read that the other day. Really? A new mm-hmm. Highlander? Yep. We got to go. Yeah. No, I'm absolutely down. We got to go. I've I have really thought about trying to go back and and watch. There's a lot of Highlander I haven't seen. Oh, there's so much I haven't seen. Yeah. So I remember just loving it as a kid, though. So that's one of those things that I like to reference, but hope that no one ever calls me out on it because, like, <laughs> I would need a smoke bomb. Uh, where it's like there can be only one, and they're like, "Oh man, what's your favorite?" I just throw it down and then disappear. <laughs> I don't know. Goodbye. Uh, the Scottish guy. <laughs> I don't know. Raiden? <laughs> Michael Keaton? Is he in that? Michael Keaton. Uh, Bull. Bull from, from Night, Night Court. Court. But he was on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He was he was scary in that episode, too. So. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Super scary. <laughs> Smoke bomb. <laughs> the angry gym teacher from Sidekicks. <laughs> 
Ooh, I need to rewatch Sidekicks too. That one, that that I don't think I've watched since I was nine. <laughs> I do not think it holds up. What? <laughs> You know, what else, you know what else didn't Joe hold Piscopo up? Jonathan Brandis. Ooh, it's been a long time <laughs> since we've... <laughs> we have made a good Brandis joke. Gotcha! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we need a soundboard for that. What, what's the episode where you guys read the, the, the Brandis quiz I gave you? Oh, God. Uh, I, don't I could not, not tell you. I can tell I you the episode the show notes. where Tyler 360 no-scoped him, uh, and it was this episode. <laughs> we just did it. We just saw it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, so I just typed in the words Brandis Quiz Tadpog. What? And the, and the two things that come up are Beefy Dude Bangs Long-Haired Brunette Bitch in Missionary Style and Porn Licking Balls and Gagging Nearly Naked Girl Groped Lustily. I have, okay, so here's the important question. Are both of those show notes links? Because <laughs> there's a good I don't chance. Know. No, maybe. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> that was like trying to download porn on Winamax back in the day. Oh, yeah. Man, those titles were fucked up. Does anyone else remember Asshole Mitch? Does anyone remember yeah, that? Yeah, I do. Man, I downloaded, because you showed it to me. I but. downloaded that file so many times. <laughs> Someone thought it would be funny to name a file where a kid is talking to a camera, set, like mispronouncing all kinds of swear words. <laughs> At one point, he calls you an asshole Mitch, and uh, he uploaded it as, uh, like, Brianna Banks, deep throat, and stuff like that. Yeah, I see. I looked it up. Beefy dude bangs long hair and brunette. <laughs> it's just me and Melissa. You found it. I tried hiding it away. You are a beefy dude. She is brunette. But yeah. Melissa, I wouldn't call you a bitch. I think that you're... Yeah, I respect you. <laughs> uh, but I am going to watch this video of you guys. <laughs> Please stay in the room. <laughs> yeah, can I put it up on the big screen? Does anyone mind? Uh, Tyler, do you have any achievements? Uh, I've got one. What is it? Fuck Ticketmaster. And that is when you complete your Guar ticket. Oh, all right. So there you go. I have two... Uh, of varying degrees of good, uh, much like the Beavis and Butthead games that came out on different consoles. Mm -hmm. The first of which is called Guar. Guar never changes. <laughs> <laughs> and in order to unlock Guar never changes, uh, you just got to beat the game because I didn't want to come up with a better, uh, I think it's true too, though. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where I came up with a pun and I was like, yep, we'll shoehorn an achievement in there. <laughs> Uh, my second achievement is called Pet Shop Boys, uh, and in order to unlock Pet Shop Boys, you have to get the ticket from the bird in the pet shop in the mall. I came up mm. with that achievement when Phil just said how you get that ticket. <laughs> <laughs> man, killing it. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got, man. No, we're, we're all just knocking oh, it out of the park. We're bringing our A game. <laughs> I'm all distracted. I'm People are going to be so excited about our Beavis and Butthead episode. Hey, guys, thank you for getting us over $300 on Patreon. Uh-huh. Here's your reward. Beavis and hey. Butthead episode. You know what's a better reward is that 500 you guys are sworn to go to Sears and take photos with your waifu pillows. Yep. I I will commit to that. I will, get, I will, too. If we get the $500 on Patreon. Unequivocally, that will happen. We will go to Sears with our waifu pillows. That Tuxedos, waifu pillows. A glass of champagne. Yes, it's gonna. It will happen if we get the five hundred dollars mm -hmm. on Patreon. It will happen. Yep, and we'll post the photographs for Patreon donors. Yep. 
What do you think now, Phil? You weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> now, if we do get to the jinkum levels of our Patreon, then I might actually have to back out on some of that. I, I think that's only a thousand dollars. I mean, it sounds like a lot now, but that's a lot. There are people. There are people uh, on Patreon making a lot more than that. Oh yeah, yeah, there are. There are people on Patreon making like. Uh, there's a dude J- Jacob showed me, and it's not because uh, I don't think Jacob was interested in the material. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I don't. W- I would hate to like uh, <laughs> cast a dark shadow on <laughs> Jacob's uh, profile. Uh, but he told me like about this person who does new drawings of Marvel and DC characters. And he was making like a quarter of a million dollars a year on Patreon. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, his art was good. <laughs> I don't know if it's quarter of a million dollars good. Like though. jerkable good? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I see where, like, see I see where it was okay. coming from, definitely. <laughs> but at what point does like DC like, uh, wait, no, you cannot do this. Mm. You're making more money than we are. <laughs> <laughs> You see Batman versus Superman, you're doing better than we are. Yeah, come on, dog. We need some of that. (laughs) We need some of that jerk it money. You guys are safe till $2,000. That's where you are pledged to make your own Jenkum. Okay, good. And then $3,000 we need to buy the penguin? Yeah. You don't have to try your own Jenkum until $10,000. Okay, good. We we can just shit in a bucket and put it in the closet. That's fine. Exactly. (laughs) And we can say, when $10,000 rolls around, we can say, oops, we didn't make it right. (laughs) We just put put some country time lemonade in there, dog. (laughs) It's fine. That's all it is the whole time. It's just a country time lemonade and a Lincoln log. <laughs> you want to see our Jacob? <laughs> mm, so good. It's tasty. Uh, I have I have some questions for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. I have some questions for, for you specifically, Tyler. Yes. Uh, the first of which being, if you were to give this game a beard that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give it a graying Chuck Norris goatee. Okay, why Chuck Norris? Just because he's... Something you remember being better than it actually was because you were young. Okay, all right. That's really good. I I would argue that he's still pretty great, though. I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything. I don't (laughs) know if that's true. He doesn't do anything but go on political rants. I think he looks a little like Bob Ross. I can see that. I'm just saying, if if you put a fro on him, I think you got Bob Ross. I think then that makes me wish that there was a Bob Ross martial arts movie. Done like, uh, <laughs> done like, um, no, just kick the tree. Oh, god, what was it? Kung Fury, done Kung Fury style. I think that would be great. Yeah, okay. And I think Chuck Norris would be back <laughs> just like that. It'd be like Chuck Norris is hot again. Sorry, Conan, you didn't destroy my career. <laughs> oh man, that was one of my favorite bits <laughs> yeah, of it's Conan. The, it's ever. the funniest fucking shit ever. Oh yes. man, Tyler, smaller question. Sorry, um, do you guys know how old Chuck Norris is? He's like 80 years old. No, I don't know. 76. 76. Is he really? I was close. Oh, that dude is old as fuck. Do you think he can still fight? Like, I th- I bet he could still beat the shit out of me. <laughs> that's not, I'm not even joking. That's a, real, that's a real thought I'm throwing out there. Guys, who do you think would win a fight, me or Chuck Norris? <laughs> Chuck is Chuck Norris. The answer is Chuck Norris. It'd be pretty, it'd be pretty close. I think you and you and 76 year old Chuck Norris really? are pretty close. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Is he wearing action jeans? You got that cardio. Just got to wear him out. I can just run. You just got to kite him until yeah. he gets exhausted. Can I tell you, that was my strategy as a kid on the playground. <laughs> it really was to just tire, tire bullies out. Mm. Either make them laugh, and if that didn't work, just run until they got fucking tired. Because those bullies are always fat. Mm. They always Chuck were. Norris. 
Chuck Norris was the first Westerner in the documented history of Taekwondo to be given the rank of eighth degree black belt grandmaster. Damn. So I think you'd be a a fair shot with him. Yeah. (laughs) I got, I got my yellow belt in Tang Soo Do when I I lived in Pennsylvania. So I'm sure I'll be fine. I learned from the Pennsylvania masters. (laughs) I learned, I learned Quaker style karate. Oh, what the Dutch. Or the, Pens- the, the Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania Dutch <laughs> style, yeah. Uh, Tyler, yes, Dave. I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. If you've noticed me speeding up, it's because my phone is at fifteen percent battery. Okay, which we're taking Let's the move. taking the call on. So not to stress anybody <laughs> out, but <laughs> if you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would it be? Uh, it'd have to be the black rim glasses of one Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That was even hard to hear. (laughs) (laughs) You brought this evil to the show. (laughs) Oh, it just flashes me back. I always think about hitting on on Melissa's cousin, trying to be funny as Austin Powers and getting shut down. So hard. So hard. Well, hey, it all worked out. (laughs) It did. It all worked out. Yep. Who knows if he hadn't done that? She, I swooned the shit out of her, apparently. She yeah. loves it. She loves right. it. What not, what not do we do Austin Powers role play? If you had asked her out as fat <laughs> bastard, who knows? Who knows where you'd be right now? <laughs> I can just do that now. It's fine. Put her on a UPS uniform. Good. Greg Heffernan? Yeah. <laughs> we can do King and Queens cosplay, too. <laughs> Leah Remini's new show on A&E yeah. about Scientology. Yeah. It's really good. Is it really? It's really good. Is it really? Mm-hmm. I've heard about it, but I haven't watched any of it. That's good. I can't, also. <laughs> so that's part of the problem. Yeah. Is it streaming anywhere? Is it just straight up? On A&E, on their website. So their shitty, shitty website. If I borrow Mommy and Daddy's... Uh, and uh, uh, cable I password, I can watch it? It didn't ask for, for me to confirm my cable. So Shit, dog. They were just streaming. like, no one's going to watch this. Just put it up there. <laughs> Let's make it free, like well, Tyler and Dave play old games. A, it had a ton of commercials, <laughs> Did it. but I remember having to log for on. For Scientology? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, every commercial had a disclaimer about how Scientology did not support this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Interesting. But it and uh, Going Clear, the Scientology documentary. Yeah. Going Clear is, man, that's a good, that's a good movie. And it's frightening. <laughs> really? Yeah. Show notes. There you go. Tyler. Yes, sir. And Phil. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you boys, and it, that question is, how much is this game on Amazon? If you were to buy this game right now, used on Amazon, how much do you think you would pay for it, boys? <laughs> Four dollars. 400 times the amount of the... The DVD. The Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Bringing it back. I love it. Uh, $5.99. and $5.99. Those are two close numbers. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. That means you're being competitive. You're taking this seriously. Competitive boys. So seriously. <laughs> All right. Your answers are locked in. Actual retail value of Beavis and Butthead used for the Sega Genesis on Amazon at the time of this recording is... $12.40. Jesus. Man. That's a lot of money for this game. Yep, too much. It is a lot of money. And I do think that uh, it is too much for yep. this game. Yep. I think that the $4 is a little too much for this <laughs> game. Unless you're like, unless you're just so into Beavis and Butthead. But if you're so into Beavis and Butthead, you already own this game. Yeah. <laughs> Man, who is really that guy? you're really disappointed with this episode. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they're not liking this episode. 
That's Who is that guy that's still so into Beavis and Butthead? Michael so Richards. into it. Okay, it makes sense. <laughs> I buy it. Yeah, he's like, you know what? There's a moment in my life that I'm just going to pretend like anything after it didn't happen. <laughs> so he just watches things and uh, entertainment <laughs> that's before then. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. I have a Where Are They Now. All right. Do you guys want to? Do you guys have any guesses where radical entertainment is right now? Wait, I'm sorry, I didn't say it right. Do you guys have any idea where radical entertainment yeah. is right now? Uh, it's got to be um, went defunct in 1999. Defunct in '99? They partied too hard. Y2K took them out. There you go. I like that. That's better. That's a better joke than my dumb joke. <laughs> Phil, I like to think they went on and made other MTV animated shows into uh, into video games. Like uh, Daria Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> Where's the Daria RTS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going through high school trying to fight Britney. Uh, if that's not a real thing, it needs to be, because it sounds pretty okay. It's the head platformer. As long as it's done Pikmin style, which I I don't even know what that means. Smoke bomb! Never played a Pikmin game. Uh, those are really good guesses. Uh, you see this ticket sub for Liar Liar Dave? It proves that I saw that movie. I'm cool. I'm going to see movies. <laughs> uh, the studio, Radical Entertainment, uh, suffered massive layoffs in June of 2012 and suffered partial closure, uh, being left with the inability to produce original games, but rather being limited to support work on other Activision titles. Uh, so essentially, the answer is they were acquired and are now a subsidiary of Activision Blizzard after being acquired by Vivendi Games. So remember when all that shit was going down? That's so could Beavis and Butthead already be in Heroes of the Storm? They could be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I'm sure they don't own that license, they don't have that license still, but I feel like if they just called Mike Judge and asked for it, he'd give it to them. That's <laughs> true. It's like if he just picked up the phone and was like, hello, this is Blizzard, this is Michael Blizzard, and we would like to use Beavis and Butthead <laughs> in our hit game, Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> Michael Blizzard. <laughs> I think that he would go for it. <laughs> Michael Blizzard here. Is Mike Judge there? <laughs> but, uh, may we speak to Rick Stapler and other made-up names on the spot? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. So they were, they're now floating around in the, I don't know, Blizzard. Yeah. Blizzard atmosphere. Production hell. Yep. Uh, they produced some games that you might have heard of. Um, such as The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends for the NES mm. in 1992, year after the SNES came out. I believe out. that's a, a collector's gem. Is it? Mm -hmm. It's a It's an expensive game? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they produced a game called Pele for the Genesis in 1993, <laughs> which I assume is a soccer <laughs> game. Or maybe it's a game where Chuck Norris takes Pele under his wing and uh, oh, teaches him. So I, can show this, I can show this soccer player something. <laughs> right. Uh, which spins into Ladybugs. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, they did Wayne's World for the NES. Ooh. Yeah, buddy. Uh, guess what else they did? We've talked about this game for the Super Nintendo. It's a gem called, I'll give you a hint, We Don't Die, We Multiply. Oh, my God. They did Baby's Baby's Kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Tyler, have you ever heard of a game called Mario's Time Machine? I hear it's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> wow, they produced some garbage. Holy shit. Uh, how about a little game called... LJN shakes their head at <laughs> these guys. How about a sweet game called Independence Day for the PlayStation? 
Yeah, they did. Oh, game, man. I didn't even know that game existed, and I, I loved either. that movie when it came out. Uh, how about, have you guys heard of Mario is Missing? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's play a game called Name a Horrible Game, and I'll tell you if it's on this list. God, I'm renting Mario. Uh, Mario is Missing and being so just unfathomably oh, disappointed and confused. Uh, they did The Simpsons Road Rage. They did The okay. Simpsons Hit and Run. I don't know if those are any good. I mean, I've heard of Road Rage. I remember that being kind of a thing. So that's probably their best game. So there we go. Which is Crazy Taxi with Simpsons characters. Yeah. So, yep. They're a good studio. Or they were a good studio. <laughs> and they were going to do a Crash Bandicoot game. Um, they did, like, let's see, prototype series. And then the cra- they did the Crash. So that's their thing. The Crash Bandicoot series. Like, that's, I guess, I mean, that's a great series of games. Smoke Bomb! <laughs> I've never played Crash I, I very much, I played, I think the first three. I played up until they made the kart racing, and then I was done. They did it from, it looks like, 2005 to 2010. So it's not like the real, it's not like the real Crash Bandicoot, okay. right? That's straight up, is that Naughty Dog? I can't remember. Naughty Dog, you're right. So, but they had something to do with Crash Bandicoot. Hey, did you listen to our disclaimer where Nicole says we're not video game experts? <laughs> if you haven't, replay it because she does say that. I guarantee. <laughs> every every Monday and Wednesday morning, as I'm driving into work, I'm like, thank God she does that. She did that disclaimer where she says we're not experts. <laughs> All right. Anything else? I don't Anything think so. Else? Phil, do you have anything? I'm I'm good. I got my Beavis and Butthead out for right. the next two years. I think. Thanks for being on the show and helping us flesh this out. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a, a, a much more batter episode without you. <laughs> <laughs> so much more batter. So much more batter. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. So don't miss the next episode. We'll be talking about Fantasy Star 4? I guess. Guess who still hasn't played it? Me, Smoke Bomb! <laughs> So, <laughs> hey, I'm down to do something else. God, we have more time. Uh, yes, please, let's do that. But man, we're gonna get in trouble. We are going to get in trouble at some point. Uh, our listeners are gonna be like, "I thought you guys were doing a list. What happened?" And the longer we don't do the list, the list is just going to disappear. I mean, Fantasy Star Four is on Steam, which will make it infinitely easier for me to sit down and play. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I'm down to get on it, and then for Wednesday, do is there another Genesis game? Anything we've thought about? We want to do. We'll figure it out. Okay. Let's say that. We'll figure it out. It may or may not be fi- Fantasy good. Star 4. It probably won't be. I could do, yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. We got it. Phil, you got any suggestions? Save us, please, Phil. Shuffle Cats Mini. <laughs> we could talk about Facebook games. And then, <laughs> Facebook games. God, so many people would be mad. Uh huh. Like, yeah, we get enough comments on episodes where we just mention games like that, where people are do like, Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Yep, we're done. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> we are done. <laughs> I like that suggestion, though. You have to come back for Shuffle Cats, though, because you have a ridiculous high score in that game, Phil. 129. God, Unbreakable. so ridiculous. You must have hit, like, no blue cards. Oh, I hear people just stop listening right now. Bloop, 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 bloop. They're just disappearing. Uh, let's see. Hey, do you like this show? Do you want to give us a five-star review? I did. There are multiple places you can do it. You can do it on iTunes. You can do it on Amazon. Get a T-shirt. Exclusively. The only option for a Tadpog t-shirt. The bootleg shirt is gone. It's donezo. You can no longer get a bootleg shirt. So I guess if you have one now, it's a Tadpog collector. So Melissa has the only one. (laughs) 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 
Save it. One day it'll be worth a lot of money. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, then we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So if there's a game you want us to play, a guest for a show, you have a Patreon request, just get in touch with us. And we'll, pretty much whatever you ask for, we'll get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about something. Do not worry. We're going to do an episode. Uh, in the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. That's where the show notes live. If you go there for any reason, go for the top 15 controversial episodes link that Tyler's going to share with me uh, because I am not, I'm not familiar with all of those that were listed and I kind of want to watch all of them. Yeah. Um, also, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Tadpog. And we have that we have that group now where Nana can't see the things that you say and the awful things that we respond with. So <laughs> if you want to get in there, now this is a good opportunity mm-hmm. to get in there. Now, if Nana joins the group, you're fucked. But then it's kind of one of those situations where it's like, if you see somebody at the strip club who you don't want, you don't want them to see you, it doesn't matter because you're both fucking there and you're both going to keep quiet about it outside of the strip club. <laughs> yep. Or you'll become fast friends. So either way, it's a win. <laughs> either way, if Nana sends a request to join, we're going to approve yeah, her. Absolutely. Yeah, we will definitely, <laughs> in. We will definitely approve your grandmother. <laughs> that is no joke. <laughs> the top thing that is on the Tadpog Nation group is an article about a blowjob cafe staffed by sex robots. <laughs> No, it's opening in London. Uh, and I would like to talk about that at length, but unfortunately I don't have time to do that. But I'm going to anyway. Why do why come inside a robot? <laughs> Some people don't have options, Dave. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would rather just jerk it in the hotel than go to a cafe specifically to face fuck a robot. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a weird choice to make. It's like I have a few options. Hmm, I kind of want to cheat on my wife, but not really. I guess I'll fuck a robot that looks like a woman. <laughs> well, some people still go to adult theaters to jerk off. Sure, it's passe, but some people still do it. But this is like a new wave future thing where it's like, fuck these robots, man. Or, and we're going to ease into online pornography. We'll go from <laughs> watching movies in adult theater to fucking fucking robot mouths. Then the Pornhub. And it's like they're serving hot drinks there on top of it. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? Like, what does someone come by and be like, hey, did you come real good? Great. Would you like some coffee? You need some hot Gatorade? <laughs> <laughs> Electrolytes, dog. You want to go for round two with uh, Vivian8876? <laughs> The uh, games we have one that looks like Robo. No judgment. You want to punch her a few times? It's fine. She's not real. You know that's what you're here for. Johnny Five, we've got that too. Go ahead. <laughs> we got all the movie robots. Terminator in every form of decreasing skin. C3PO, forget about it. R2D2 is fucking him the whole time. <laughs> he will not share. You're always spit roasting. That's fine. <laughs> They 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 have one T-shirt that you can buy there, and it says "I was spit roasted by C three P C three PO and R two D two. We're also on Twitter. Hi, yeah. <laughs> remember when we were doing an outro? Uh, you can find us at Tadpog <laughs> underscore podcast, and 
We mentioned Patreon earlier. Uh, we do have a Patreon. If you want to get us to $500 so that we humiliate ourselves uh, at Sears and get mm-hmm. photographs of us taken with our waifu pillows. In the Western Kentucky Sears. We didn't say that. We didn't, I'm go, well, let's go to an out-of-town Sears. Let's go to a fancy Sears. <laughs> It's one of those highfalutin Sears. <laughs> you know, like one in Scranton. I just yeah. said Scranton because of the office. I yep. couldn't think of a better thing. Sorry. I, fa- <laughs> I failed the joke. Um, if we, we have a lot of people recently donate, uh, and I need to thank you guys uh, individually. Uh, I want to thank Micah Purdue, a.k.a. Exalted Lord Micah Purdue, for upping his donation recently. Thank you. Right in that penny train. I'd like to thank... Tadpog, Santa, Jack of Ziggy Moons, Akimi, Akimi, please correct me. I know I said that wrong. And in parentheses, Mike, uh, thank you very much. Riding that penny train as well. I'd like to thank Chris with a K for a first time donor pledging a dollar. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate it. Um, I'd like to thank someone named Phil Hawkins. Phil Hawkins for uh, editing his pledge, riding that penny train. Thank you, Sandwich Pope. Uh, I would like to thank a new donor, Mark Quick, uh, for pledging a dollar. Enjoy those bonus episodes, Mark. Thank you for donating. I'd like to thank Joey Webster for upping his donation. Looks like he is also riding that penny train. Uh, Micah, thank you so much for starting that thing because it's great. I love thanking so many people at the end of these mm-hmm. episodes. Uh, I'm not done yet. We got yet. a lot. We got a I'm lot for this done one. Yet I even have it pulled up. <laughs> I've got. I want to thank. Thank you. So I don't miss anybody. I appreciate it. Uh, Joey Webster again decided, ah, fuck it. I'm not riding that penny train. I'm going to up my donation by $2 and 70 more cents. So thank you, Joey. Uh, Brett Miller, platinum member, Brett Miller. Thank you for upping your donation as well. Uh, Nick Price, dude, thank you for upping, upping your donation and, oh, nope, not an and more. Paul Clark, thank you for upping your donation. Mike I believe this is my Master Mold Mike, right? Yes. Yeah. Master Mold Mike, uh, uh, nice donation. Big, Uh, big, big, uh, big donation. You know what they say, got a big donation. You got big some other stuff. (laughs) Uh, I said that like a dad who was embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Of all the things to be embarrassed about, it's that (laughs) that I just said here. Uh, I'd like to thank Pat Lassinger. Uh, for upping uh, their donations significantly. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank, uh, once again, Platinum member Brett Miller uh, for upping his donation. I'd like to thank... I think for, for Pat, I need to think of a title. Okay, you're on it. That's a, that's a bit... That was a big up. I've got a few... I've got three more people to thank. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can come up with a title before then? No, I have to workshop All right, it because we'll we have several. So. Okay, all right. Uh, I'd like to thank Alex Pina. Uh, remember when we were joked about your name and penises? <laughs> we could do that again if you want. Uh, thank you for upping your donation significantly. Yeah, he was the one that upped it for us to hit the three hundred. Dude, you are like in the you're like in the top tier now. Uh, and then yeah, I think he is our highest donor at this point. I think he? you're right because mm-hmm. he donated again. I think he donated. He got to that mark, and then he like I'm I'm sure he was like you know what I want to be top dog, and he he pitched in some more money. Yep. So Alex, thank you again. Um, and I'd like to thank 
I believe this is SoundCloud. Yep. Kyle Mullins. Uh, which your title now is just SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, who recently upped his donation significantly as well. Holy motherfucking shit. What happened? And how can we do this again? <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we were so far from our goal. And then once Taryn and Ian brought it hard, we were close enough. That everybody was like, oh, shit. Okay, we're going to do it. this. We're going to do a fantasy world. world. We're going to do it. Yep. I feel like there's not enough drive at 400 where we eat the Deadpool pizza for people to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pizza. What is that? I feel like it's going to get like, we're going to be at 300 for a very fucking long time because everyone's like, eh, they're going to eat a pizza that's eat, kind of gross. Weird pizza. It's, not it's, even like that weird uh, of a pizza. You can just get that I anywhere. Know, I know. It's not like we're eating pizza that like, you know, when you enter in special instructions, it's like we didn't type in, please take a shit on this pizza <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> We'll do, we'll do that at three ninety five. It's just it's just pineapples and black olives, right? Yeah, something like that's that. That's it. That's a pretty weak thing to do yep. for four hundred dollars. We, we might need to fix that. Yeah, we'll work on it. We'll we'll, we'll work on it. And um, I know we've already thanked them a bunch of times, but because since you brought them up, we really do need to. Ian, Taryn, thank you because I really do feel like you guys got the ball rolling the ball on rolling. this push yep. to three hundred. So sincerely, thank you very much. Um. What else we got? Man, that was long. I'm tired now. If you send us a package, we've got... Um, yeah, you can do that. If you want to be like Pinball Archmage Chris, uh, please send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Thank you for remembering that. I didn't see you look at anything. Nope. That's amazing. And also, um, Archmage, Pinball... Uh, pinball Archmage Chris Edler. I have a real problem with that. I don't know why. Um, especially today. I can't fucking say it. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, I know we've already got his postcard. However, I already yeah. had packed this one up. We have a new postcard. Battery update. We're Looks at like 7%, it's, it's but I think we're going to be okay. And for anybody, I anybody curious, I don't need a charger. I just didn't, I just forgot to bring it. <laughs> Someone will say something tomorrow about me needing a charger. <laughs> and Melissa smiled at me like she was thinking it. So, <laughs> motherfucking Tadpog, longtime listener, first time postcarder. I have been meaning to call in for the last three and a half years. I've been listening, but true to Tadpog tradition. Fate has just been in the way and conspiring against me when I have to undergo additional effort. I get it. it. Anyway, love the show and please keep doing what you're doing. Baz from Albion. Ah, from Albion. Can we, we should have read that in a British uh, accent, I think. Yeah, yep. Should have. <laughs> yeah. You want to do take from the top? I'll edit it out. It's fine. Motherfucking tap, Hulk. <laughs> I did it. Yes. <laughs> Hey, hey, remember that thing we didn't do for a while, which was alienate our audience? It's coming back in a yeah. big, bad way. <laughs> we got that ticket for granted money, so. I know. Now we're, now we're at that 300, which is coast. Yep. Until it starts going back down. Uh, which it will I happen. I fully I'm expected so the next day to be at 299. And I was super excited today expected. when it's like, it's still, it's still It there. went up. Yeah. <sighs> uh, phone number? Have we done the phone number yet? Uh, we have it. If you want to call us, you can at 270-883-2555. You can leave us a voicemail or a text message, and you might hear your own voice or words on the show. Let's see. We have on Instagram, Tadpog underscore podcast, and Melissa brought David Charger. Thank you, Melissa. She's very sweet like that. She's great. She takes care of people. She is great. 
Um, let's see what else do we have? That's it. That's about right? it. Yeah. Hey, 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 Phil. What's our theme song? <laughs> Phil, did you fall asleep? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phil. Is my, huh? yeah, my turn. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's, <laughs> I, don't um, have, I don't even have a joke prepared for this. Phil uh, secretly started masturbating 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it is moves. Correct. Take more drive. We're going to get that track be found. At the bottom of the tadpog.com website in the show notes. Correct. All right. Excellent. Also, Boz, thank you for the postcard. I feel like I didn't thank you. Yeah. And I got I got really self conscious about it all of a sudden. Over from England. <laughs> that came from that a is... that came a long fucking way. God. Yeah, God. it's amazing. I love it. I can't tell you what those things are on the front. Is that Big Ben? Yes. <laughs> okay. Look, kids. Let's see, Phil. How would you close this out? Um, as Tom Anderson slash Hank Hill. Excellent. Sounds good. So until next time. I enjoy the way the house looks once all the decorations are up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had decorations up in the house. We typically do a Christmas tree, but that's yeah. about it. Uh, and maybe like when Henry was born, it's like, okay, I guess we'll do stockings now. So stockings and Christmas tree, no lights, nothing, <laughs> nothing. It's else. just a tree. Yeah. It's, it's, well, no, no, no. I, I meant like no lights in the house or the outside of the house. Oh, okay. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's a decision. It's a Japanese maple actually that we bring into the house. <laughs> We're very agnostic in our household.